You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Oh my goodness, honey, I can't believe we're in Venice. I know, it's so beautiful. Almost as beautiful as you. No, shut up, just shut up. Hey, look, it's one of those gondola ride things. Ooh, is that where they take you on a ride around Venice's canals? Can we, honey? Oh, can we? Well, when in Rome... You mean Venice? Yeah, when it... Uh, never mind. Excuse me, sir? Uh, yes? How much for a ride in your gondola? Oh, for you a lovely a couple? A hundred euros. But your regular price is 80? Uh-huh. I guess so. Why not? Excellent. Please hop in. Don't mind the use the Kleenex. I'm very sick. Aw, oh, gross. That's gross. Honey, this is beautiful. Everything is perfect. What a beautiful night to be in love, boy and girl and the moon above. That's very lovely. Ah, thank you. Us gondoliers pride ourselves in the singing. Oh, very. And the rowing. Very good. But I will say the singing. Well, either way, it's very nice. Ah, thank you. Two lovers, girl and boy, like to play with a sex toy. Twelve-inch dildo. Whoa, 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 whoa. Huh? Yeah? I'm sorry, did you just say we like to play with sex toys? Oh, no, 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 no. It's an old Italian song. My mama used to sing it to me when I was a wee baby. Put me to sleep, give me the nightmares. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were singing about us. Oh, no, no, no. Of course not. Shall we continue the trip? Sure. Jeez, I was wondering how he knew you could fit a 12-inch dildo. Shh, sweetheart. You both wear jeans. Boy has beard. Hideous couple make me feel weird. You both ugly. All right, you you're sti- blatantly calling us ugly. Oh, uh, Monsieur Uglyface? No, it's Smith. Ah, Ugly Smith. Uh, it's an old Italian song. Every gondolier sings. Every gondolier sings that. Oh, yes, yes. You both ugly make me puke. You look like dog that's hit with flu. See? Oh, buongiorno, Antonio. Hello, Fabrizio. Ah. Excellent singing. Tell your wife I say hello. Oh, she could die this morning. I'll never be happy again. Face up. Of wrath and hair like straw. His poor wife. Sorry, it's just a very odd song. Yes, yes, written by an old Italian artist, a maestro, a Cielo Green. I'm sorry, how much longer is this boat ride? We're halfway done. Oh, good. The first of a thousand canals. Oh, God. Like eight or twenty more hours. How about you just don't sing this time? Please, that'd be great. You want me not to sing? Yes, maybe. But I, I always sing. I come out of my mom singing about the afterbirth. So a slime. No, stop. Disgusting. But just for us, just this one time, it would be great. All right. Oh, I killed a man. My wife, he a fondola. I hid his body in this gondola. Wait, what? So much blood I had to clean after I done. I ate his spleen. All right, that's enough. What? What's wrong? You just said you killed a man, ate his spleen, and his body is hidden in this gondola. It's an old Italian song? It is not an old Italian song. We would like to leave immediately. Please. We're leaving, honey. If you must. Benvolio. Hello, I was nearby the whole time. Benvolio will finish the trip for you. Mm. Hop on his very long and hard gondola. Weird description of it. Benvolio, very good. But sadly, he don't sing. Oh, thank God. Finally. Yes, yes, very sad. He lost his singing voice in a gondolier paddle fight. 
right in the throat. I think we'll be fine without the singing. But not to worry what he lacks in a singing voice he makes up for in a very creepy groaning. What? Look at me, look! Enjoy! Ugly tourists, they're very dumb. Us gondoliers have all the fun. Wow! Welcome to the Best Friend Podcast, episode 99. And feeling sublime. Whoa! I've been thinking about that all week. Not quite a rhyme. Not quite a rhyme. Nine doesn't rhyme with lime. So you're an idiot. Damn it. I guess But here we are. We're back for episode 99. And I want to thank our sponsor. Humber School of Comedy. And of course our network. Never Sleeps Network. And our wonderful guest, Sexy Rex. Hey! Sean. Oh, Kaylin in here. Guys. Uh, thanks so much for coming in, man. Thanks for having us. I've set this up for a while. Thanks man. for bringing, bringing so up Sublime to a great band. I know. <laughs> I was hoping. I really, I, know. I only know the one song. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Santa Rita? Yeah, Santa yeah, yeah. Rita. Yeah. Well, before the of freedom. That's you can't. That's a different one. That's another one, I guess. I honestly don't know it. We all just start singing. Honestly, this is the Sublime podcast. It's about time. It's about time. Slightly too late, actually. Welcome to the podcast. We're so excited to have you here. Um, you guys have been around, and when you guys we introduced know. to you guys probably like six or seven years ago, I probably saw you guys for maybe for the first time. Improv somewhere? Probably. Yeah. It's very likely. We yeah. started as improv company eleven years ago. Yeah, Wowzers. and we started about ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah like it was, it was. Let's be real. Ten and a half years ago, so we kind of yeah. got started around Whoa. the same time. Yeah, cool. yeah, which is crazy. Aww. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because we're all really uh, old. Yeah, guys, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. God. But yeah, so awesome. So you guys. Uh, you guys do more like long form shows, like it's yeah, not like so much like traditional sketch, or more of a like l- sketch style full show. Really, yeah, right? is that how we, you describe it? it well, yeah. you know, some people have called this long form sketch. I just like to call it theater. You know, right. it is. Yeah, yeah. It, it is, is what it is. It's, it's it is theater, theater, but it just feels just like sketch. It does. You know it's I mean? really pared down. You know, there's no yeah, sets yeah. or anything usually. So. That's right. I think yeah. that's. I think that's what it is. I think that's the lack of props and the. As, so they have a million yeah, but but not nowhere near as many oh, as like, as like a, a play. Theater. There's yeah, not right, right. there's not like you know there's not like many like exit exit exits and entrances. <laughs> Most people are on stage the whole time, even if they're just off stage but on stage. I don't know. Right. It people just feels very fun, sketchy, man. even though it absolutely is just a theater show. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I think it sits in the nice uh, gray zone between the two, but yeah, yeah. You can call it call it call it whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Technically, it's we'll call it theater. We'll That's what it is. Yeah, it's, we uh, probably it's, should. Well, it I, was it always like that, or did it start as improv and then evolved into theater? Or what? Um, the... We did. Uh, we were just an improv company until 2012. Oh, okay, okay cool. cool. So you, did, you, you did improv for a couple reviews? years then. Improv for a couple years, and then um, in 2012 started scripting some shows. And it so, what was your first show? Yeah, Our ooh. first scripted show was a show called Callahan, uh, and it it all kind of came out of. Uh, improvisation because we uh, found ourselves in this sort of niche in improv where we were doing stuff that was cinematic in its nature uh, so we would get like you know movies as a suggestion from the audience and then riff on that movie mm-hmm. so you know we get like hunt for red october from the audience and we're not doing the movie hunt for, for red october but we're on a submarine and it's kind of cold war and someone's probably going to do a sean connery accent or something <laughs> like that you know uh, and we show. and we sort of fell into that action movie as comedy sort of uh, thing and certain sort of tropes started to come back over and over again for us. And we were like, well, let's turn some of these, the better moments of our improv into a scripted show, basically. Uh, and so we sort of mined from stuff that worked in improv and put it together in this kind of Indiana Jones pulp adventure show that was our first scripted show. 
Indiana Jones pulp adventure. That's cool. And the cool. and the action stuff is so neat. Like yeah, you guys yeah. are very physical and like oh, we're not at all. I just, I just <laughs> yeah, we're so envious like, of this. We are so like we just uh, can't move. Like we don't yeah. know how to move. So you guys are you guys the you guys do so many different it's like so many tricks. Like 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 even if it's just like like those the zoom outs that were that are basically like you guys just start using your fingers as the bodies and then like you, you know what I mean? It's right, so hard right. to explain. But I don't know. It's just so out. neat to watch. Are you like, yeah, anyone's listening. If you haven't seen Sexy Rex, obviously you have to. But um, yeah, we should give shout outs actually to the other people in the troupe or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah that's true. Uh, yeah, Julian Fred and Connor Bradbury. Yeah, yeah. And yes. our publicist, Victoria Laberge. There you oh, go. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, man. We, we go way back with Victoria. Yeah, yeah. Way back from like Montreal. Yeah. Oh, you're from Montreal? Uh, uh, so we just did yeah. Montreal Sketch like every year since like 2010, uh, and she was always there. Yeah. Yes, she would have been. Yeah. Yeah. The um, did you guys also? I remember doing a gig up at like Wilson and Lawrence, teaching comedy to like urban arts. I think it was called. Oh, Were you part yeah. of that? I think we did that. It was like I know what, would have been was like in there. I would have been like six years oh, ago or something ago. like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have vague memories of doing that. I think we did improv, and I think we did Boys from the Hood because <laughs> that was what they wanted us <laughs> what to they do. Wanted you to yeah, do? Yeah. Jeez. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh boy, I wasn't there for yeah. that one. No, <laughs> no, that was yeah, that was that was a time. That was a yeah. bizarre environment. Well, yeah. so yeah, this kind of leads us into our next little segment where we like to ask about any bonkers shows any crazy yeah. shows any wild shows yeah. bonkers yeah. oh you mean like <laughs> where things go wrong oh yeah yeah, oh, yeah, yeah for sure wrong. we Those have uh we've been touring a lot and performing a lot together and so yeah uh we've performed swordplay alone almost 100 times so we're getting to the point now where we have definitely had shows that went off off the rails. Um, yeah, sort of plays another one of the uh, like uh, full hour theater yeah, show props I think, all over the place. And, I think yeah, at this like way it. we have seven fully scripted shows. Yeah, we're oh, seven awesome. seven scripted shows. Yeah, cool. um, sort of plays our most popular one, and it's the one we've toured the most with. I'd mm-hmm. say. Yeah, that was your last one. Right? Uh, yeah. Well, we wrote that in 2015. Oh, wow, my God, time flies. I remember feeling like. You guys were just doing that for some reason. But I guess that was also when we were doing Fringe. You guys were doing that when we were doing Fringe oh, with Lock Eye and Pond. Oh, my God. But anyways, yeah, so that's why it feels like a blur because um, cool. everything does. But yeah, so that's cool. So you guys. So what happened? I, oh, I want to hear what went wrong. Well, I mean, this, the story that's jumping into my mind in particular is that. Um, the chandelier one? Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> What a great start. So, yeah. um, Basically, there's... uh, I don't know if you've seen Swordplay, but, you know, spoiler. uh, Basically, the ending ends with them swinging on chandeliers. um, And and, in the the, the movie, or the the, the show, the conceit is that it's basically like the Princess Bride set inside of a 90s video game. Right. So instead of reading a book, Grandpa brings like a a Super Nintendo video game for his modern grandchild. (laughs) And the kid's like, what's that, Grandpa? Mm -hmm. Um, So we're doing... And this is like quite toward the end of the show and um it's this like big epic kind of the moment before the end of the show and there's this like cute little midi version of Sia's chandelier uh playing oh, okay. and then it switches into full Sia and it was as they go from uh like little 8-bit guys to being you know actors. the actors yeah, the yeah. 3d real life actors <laughs> and and it's this big epic moment that usually the audience freaks out <laughs> and they're just before this epic moment happened the sound cut out Whoa, in oh. the theater? Like... And and basically the way it, a lot of our shows work is that we sort of um, give your brain clues that your imagination fills in the gaps. Yeah, yeah. So we have these like cardboard cutouts of 8-bit guys on chandeliers and they spin around and it's just 
in reality, three dudes running around in circles. Whacking but, each other with Whacking each other with swords. swords. Yeah. But in your imagination, everybody like buys into it and yeah, goes, yeah, oh, yeah. they're swinging on chandeliers. And because the song's playing, it's this epic moment. It's just, it's so, you know. <laughs> it so should be so big. It should be yeah. so big. And like the crowd cheers. But this time. The sound is out. The sound's out. So it's just. Silent, and there's these three grown men <laughs> running in circles <laughs> on stage. <laughs> so, but we, but, but, we, but also we, we, we wanted them to get the, yeah. the audience to get the point. We so. seize the moment and just start oh, singing chandelier. Wow. Really? <laughs> oh, and yeah, it, and we, like, you know. of course, that audience thinks that this is what's supposed to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, and oh, this is when so they bad. badly sing chandelier <laughs> while whacking each Hey, Mark, have you heard of this Humber College comedy writing and performance program? Yeah, man, that's where I met you. Oh, yeah. Have a good time? Oh, yeah, I had a great time. I improved a ton as a comedian, too. Explain. Well, for example, here's a joke I used to do before I did the program, right? <clears throat> How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? How many? Ten tickles. <laughs> Yeah. Yikes, yeah, I hate but, that. I know, yeah. But, but, check it out after I went to Humber. <clears throat> How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? How many? Tentacles. <laughs> wow, well, see? I love that. Yeah. Humber School of Comedy. We teach funny people how to be funnier. Well, we um, also have another thing we'd like to ask. Um, yeah. and we ask every, every uh, troop that comes in here this. This is uh, our segment that's sponsored by the Humber School of Comedy. It's uh, what's, what's your dumbest, dumbest joke? I guess yeah. slash bit scene. Or like whatever you guys or... want to do. What's the dumbest idea yeah. you guys had? <laughs> well, we kind of, you know, have a thing where if we say, oh, that's dumb in rehearsal, that uh, usually means it's in. It's, it's in. in. Yeah. So that's that, that, like the answer to that question is is long and vast. Um, See, we have good. so, so like many it. dumb, I mean, yeah, maybe the lemon bit? The lemon bit, the whole like, there's a like kind of like a intermezzi thing that happens in the swordplay show where it just like the plot goes away and it just becomes totally dumb for a little <laughs> while where it's just like, okay, just reset and like now we're just going to do stupid clown stuff for a little bit and then get back to the story and uh, sort of take a break for a second. And a big part of that bit is uh, it's it's we, we mentioned this before. It's like modeled after an old video game. Mm-hmm. So of course, in old video games, you heal by eating like legs of lamb and right, stuff like yeah. that that are lying around. Full hands, yeah. uh, so uh, in this bit, we the only food that we can find is a lemon, and it's it's an actual lemon that's <laughs> yeah. there, and everything else is a cardboard cutout. And we're like, that's weird that this is a real lemon. And then we proceed to like Lady and the Tramp the lemon together and just like eat this lemon on stage. Oh, oh and, and oh. The, yeah, exactly. And the, crowd and the like, audience. Crowd like, oh, no. <laughs> and and the best is we bruise the lemon a little bit beforehand, so, so that nice when they rip it up, we rip it apart. It like juices everywhere. Morgan, have you ever heard of this Crime City place? Heard of it? Yeah, I started it. Damn, really? Started Crime <laughs> uh, City. Wow. That uh, probably doesn't make any sense. But anyways, uh, want to hear this? Uh yeah. Well, check it out. Another dark night in a dark city. Pitch dark. Painfully dark. The kind of dark no street light, no limelight could ever punch through. The sound of a light coming on. Thank you. But one light shining out in the dark like this is just asking to be snuffed out. Take it from me, a lone private eye in Crime City, USA. It's not a nickname. This burg was founded in 1872 by Aldous Crime, and it's been living up to the title ever since. Hmm, it's raining again. No crime in that, but it will put spots on my fedora, so I decide to head up into my office and step out of the downpour. I know this one is mine because my name is written on the door, and like Crime City, I live up to mine, a fine example of nominated determinator. The name's beige, 
Nick Beige. Private Eye. You see, most folks who step up to dance with Lady Justice see things in black and white, but me, well, I'm a little different. I see the in-between, the beige, the little bits and pieces that John Law and Jane Order let slip by the wayside. That and I do literally see in black and white. I'm colorblind and a little drunk. Oh, oh interesting. Ah, intrigued. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I started it. Yeah. No, um, so that was uh, from the most recent Sexy Rex show, show, Crime After Crime. Um, crime After Crime After Crime. Crime After Crime After Crime. Yeah, is that oh actually God, the name of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the parenthetical oh, right, title is three. After Crime. That yeah. makes yeah. sense because there's three <laughs> parts to the show. Yeah. Cool. So, We're going to hear uh, more of that. Later. Yeah, we'll, that we'll hear more of that later. And uh, you guys, if they do the show again, which you will, gotta see it that's uh, outrageous um, yeah crime after crime after crime is kind of like simultaneously our sketchiest and our theateriest show because it's sort of these three separate uh, bite-sized chunks of film noir in the 50s heist in the 70s buddy cop in the 90s <laughs> uh, but they all string together into this like sort of crime family epic it, is, yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's so <laughs> solid it's it's like I love the how it skips ahead. It doesn't matter. You guys go see it. I love the. I actually love the skipping ahead. Like how the characters are all linked throughout the entire show is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but go see the show the meantime, uh, next time it's on. Yeah, but right now, we have our segment. segment. Not, not sponsored by anyone, anybody. but Tip Top Tailors. We're looking at Tip Top Tailors. One, we have that? one episode for you, sponsors. Oh, yeah. Come yeah, on, come on, sponsor this segment. Uh, Tiffany, eyes on you. Uh, please, yeah, please <laughs> give us new vests. They're looking right back at us. Yeah, uh, the Tip Top Tailors podcast. We're recording it right there. Um, <laughs> uh, and our segment's called T Rex Trivia. Ooh, so, do you actually know about T Rex? So I uh, also don't know the answers to these trivia questions because cool. Mark made the questions and right? I don't do mm-hmm. any work. So uh, I like to play the game with you guys. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Okay, great. Uh, cool. I'll we'll play. Yeah, Let's here we it. go. Question number one. Uh, I learned a lot about T-Rexes doing this. Okay, so there's a very, <laughs> very serious possibility that the T-Rex's body was covered in what? Feathers. Feathers, yeah. But they recently determined that's not the case, I think. The opposite of that, wasn't it? Yeah, it's uh, covered in scales. What is the opposite of feathers? Is, it, is scales opposite of feathers? <laughs> Spikes. Speed. That yeah. was feathers. Yeah, it is feathers. Is oh, the okay. Feathers is the answer that you're looking for, right? Fur? <laughs> Fur, maybe, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or specifically hair? fuzzy feathers like fuzzy yeah, feathers yeah. Yeah. so almost like a baby chicken feathers? yeah yeah uh, a big horrible one. baby chicken <laughs> like imagine how funny yeah. how, how much less <laughs> intimidating like it would be oh yeah it's like, like, it was like a big yellow giant bird chicken. like big bird <laughs> big bird is just like eating your thigh and it's like oh man like this, this uh-huh. not, <laughs> like not, this. Even, not like this not like this it wouldn't even look that scary like it would be like huge you'd be like whoa look at that thing with it's huge teeth you'd be like oh my god and what if right. it walked like an ostrich or something like it yeah. walked to like a bird as well you know that kind of like I mean, they kind of they bouncy do legs walk, like, yeah, well i don't know like... i've never seen one walk well oh yeah me either two million um <laughs> they just they just recently made like a huge t-rex discovery in saskatchewan yeah the biggest oh, t-rex ever right? biggest and most complete t-rex yeah, yeah. i'll oh, take no that way, really? sue in chicago yeah, yeah. 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 In, in saskatchewan uh which where we know is the ba- the T-Rex capital of the world now. Oh, is it in, yeah, it's in Saskatchewan. Isn't there a place in Alberta that like... There is, Drumheller. Drumheller, yeah, yeah. yeah, we drove through there. Drove through there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we drove through there it's too. Drive through town. Nice. Yeah, oh, 100%. We stopped at the Dinosaur Museum. Yep. It was so freaking cool. 
cool. Yeah, when I was a kid, I slept in that museum overnight uh, as part of a camp. Not just oh, okay. oh, yeah. Yeah. my I just, parents I abandoned me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was I have a sad just life. Sleeping under a t- uh, oh, what's the one with the horns? What's the dinosaur? A triceratops. Yeah, sleeping under a triceratops and waking up and the fucking horns are in my face. I was like, oh, geez. oh sorry. Why set that up? did you sleep? There of all the places. Because I thought it'd be funny to wake up and have a beak in my face. <laughs> what if you like sat up from a nightmare? Oh no, I never have nightmares. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> now you do about okay, Triceratops. Now we have to yeah, talk yeah, about exactly. that. Yeah, yeah. You never had a nightmare. Oh, this is going to be a different segment. Uh, <laughs> Brought to you by Tip Top. Yeah. <laughs> oh, never had a nightmare. Nightmares. Yeah, the nightmare yeah. podcast. Um, how about this? Uh, what bizarre exhibit can you see at a Jurassic Museum in Spain? Bizarre. Uh, it's gotta be Trisa. to do the T Rex. T Rex. T Rexes having sex. I was gonna say T Rex penis was my guess. T Rex penis was my guess. Can I don't you... think those things yeah. last for time. Yeah, it'd be yeah. fossilized. They're it the first be. things to Fo- fossilize T Rex penis. <laughs> yeah, good, yeah, in amber. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's how they bring back Perfectly the dinosaurs preserved. in, uh, in, in, in Jurassic Park. That's They're the, like, that's we the... have a giant T-Rex <laughs> dick. It's really it's the true. perfect thing to find, really. But like, do, would they have a dick? Like, do, do birds, they have, a dick? Do birds no. have dicks? Liz, uh, reptiles have those hemipenes, right? Hemipenes, baby. What? Look at them hemipenes. What's a hemipene? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, a, like a double dick. Whoa! Whoa. Why do birds get two? Hang on. What? Let reptiles, me. Let me. Reptiles. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna Google uh, really quick. Google hemipene. Google hemipene real quick. <laughs> oh, oh, you're gonna get all kinds of Hemi- things. Sorry. Uh, so it's called it's H- also, H-E-M-I- It's also just you know Google hemipene. It's the same as googling our company. You got to be really careful and put comedy in there or something because otherwise. Oh my god! Apparently, you guys need to see this photo. Hemipene. Okay, well, oh, okay. There's guys, showing the photo. Sure Whatever dicks. you do, do not. Go- uh, I'll, I'll explain to you what a hemipene is. Sure. Oh, it's legitimately wow. a penis that splits in two halfway up. Oh, what are those you things called that you it, find yeah. water with? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like a dowsing um, rod. It looks like a dowsing rod. rod. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a dowsing rod, like, but. Like a Y, the letter yeah. Y. Yeah. But uh, fleshy. Yeah, like pink. Absolutely disgusting, and I can't stop looking. Okay. <laughs> the so is, it, is that open, the answer? Is I'm that the correct my, answer? Uh, I'm going to open my browser later, and I'm going to be like, <laughs> I'm a hemi oh, I'm going to look something up, and Whoa. my girlfriend's going to be there, and like, it's just going to be a giant picture of a hemi pee, and she be like, um, so anyway. I've been thinking about getting this operation. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about two so what, so So is it a hemi pee in a- amber, is what we're asking? <laughs> the correct answer was two T-Rexes having sex. Yeah! yeah! You got it! There's yeah. Nice. T-Rex sex. That's great. T-Rex, T-Rex sex. Yeah. It's perfect. And in the photo, yeah, you should Google that as well. Uh, this uh, Jurassic. Uh, yeah, they, they've just like assembled the bones to be like one doing it like doggy style. Did they, they die? Oh, so they were Did bones. they die that way? Were they bo- no, boning when died. they died? I think these Spanish people they just weren't like, assembled it. They weren't such. like animatronics from the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that was> <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> yeah. Hemipene comes Hemipene. out. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, uh, I wonder, is... do did T Rexes have the hemipene? Um, it's hard to say because like say. they don't conform to all reptile things. No, so. no, because they're like I birds and reptiles in one. There yeah. wouldn't really be birds got the cloaca. Oh, you know much about animal penises. Sean, you and I have been together for a very long time, and yeah. I'm learning so much right now. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to find out what what exactly his penis is. That's why he's like, yeah, it's, yeah, not exactly. it's, it's not that. <laughs> it's not a human penis. That, that's for sure. I've got that, I've got that <laughs> board in my basement with the red yarn. And stuff. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Linking the... He's like, yeah. I'm the missing link. Yeah. There's hemipene Between the, the hemipene and the human peen. The hemipene, the demipene. The like a god's penis. The pentapene. <laughs> um, okay. Um, 
that's amazing. Uh, so there we go. So what's, what's the next question? Here's another one. Um, so you're, we were talking about the teeth earlier. The teeth, uh, the size of dinosaur teeth, of T-Rex teeth, can be compared to the size of what? They're as big as what? Hemi peen. Um, I don't know. As big as... It's like your hand. Is that it? I'm going to say a banana. Dagger. I'm going to say hand. Mm. What do you got? Yeah. Yeah. Human head. The human head? Oh, my God. (laughs) That's so big. Okay. Uh, Jesus, Morgan, you're nailing. Banana. Banana. Hey, nice. I know know about T-Rexes. This is insane guessing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Two T-Rexes having sex. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm like, oh, okay. And also, your answers are coming out so fast. You're like, I don't know, man. Banana, what's the difference? (laughs) You're going like, what? Yeah, I'm like, Jesus. Okay. I don't know. Banana Banana just seems like, when you think about a T-Rex, they're big. And I was trying to imagine like something that's like long, right? Right, right. Yeah. There's also uh, so this thing said there's fifty. Imagine fifty to sixty bananas mm. in like a blizzard face. Uh, Delicious. I imagine that all the time. <laughs> Delicious. <yeah. laughs> I think that. So what we've discovered about dinosaurs banana. so far: banana teeth, feathers, <laughs> they can fuck. Yeah. Maybe potential hemi peen. <laughs> potential hemi peen. Maybe a demi peen. <laughs> Um, yeah, so this comes out April 23rd. Do you have anything to plug specifically for that day? And also, where can people find you and what and whatnot? Uh, uh, yeah, we, we do a bunch of monthly shows at Bad Dog Theater mm-hmm. um, up in Bloor and Ossington. And uh, so we do Dungeons & Dragons Live, D&D Live. We do that twice a month, the first and third Wednesday of every month. Mm-hmm. We do a Sex T-Rex monthly show. It changes every month. It's the second Wednesday and then uh, of every month. So just we have first, second, third Wednesday, and oh, then to yeah. mix it up, the last Monday. Cool. I know. All right. No, We're working on it. it. We're so you basically have like a show every week. We have a show right. almost Something every week. And then the last Monday of every month, we do a show called Monday Night Lights. Um, and it's got a great cast. And it's a pretty new show. And it's yeah, basically it's like sports movie. Um, a, a melodrama sports movie. It's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. It's a really great cast with like Ken Is Hall and Pornell. Yep, it's improvised. Oh, it's yeah, it revised. Every- All of these shows at Bad Dog are, are improv shows. And yeah, we're going to be starting up another show called Teenage House Party that will be on May 8th. Cool, cool. All right, great. And where can people follow you, like, uh, to get updates on all this kind of stuff? Ah, yes. Well, you know, Instagram, we are um, at Sex T Rex Comedy, Twitter at Sex T Rex, Facebook, Sex T Rex. You can figure that out, right? All right, yeah. enough. It's just a risky thing to Google, you know what I mean? It yeah. is. Just really be <laughs> sure if you're Googling us to, to Google Sex T Rex Comedy. Oh, the comedy else. is key, or mm. else, you know what? All those things um, that we were talking about earlier do exist on the internet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it'll most likely be. Hemi penises, yeah, hemi penis, hemi and that that that, that Spanish sex, exhibit, yeah, Spanish yeah. Se- yeah, yeah, yeah. sexy yeah. T Rex. Yeah, there's also uh, a series of novels that are like dinosaur porn novels that really uh, frequently show up. But I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on to the best friend stuff. So you can check us out at uh, the Montreal Sketch Fest May 9th at Theater St. Catherine. That'll be a good yeah, time. Slam it down 25 minutes. So come on out. Yeah, and watch yeah, us. yeah, and uh, get some poutine with us afterwards at uh, Belle Provence. Are we poutine or steamers? Steamers. Yeah, actually, who am I kidding? Steamers. Steamies. All, those, all steamies all day. Do you guys go to Pat a Tea, Pat a Tie ever? It's one of my favorite spots Whoa. in Montreal. <laughs> Gotta check it out. We, right. we, we, we do often go to De Giovanni's Pizza oh. Pizza Getty. Oh, Pizza uh, it Pizza shut Getty. down. <gasps> no, it didn't. Pizza De Giovanni. Yeah, Pizza De Giovanni shut down. We were there. Uh, we were in there January. in January. Oh, Are you about no. to ruin our lives? I'm this sorry. Is Very this sad is the worst us. news I've ever gotten in my it's life. It's really bad. There's just that crappy Madonna's pizza there, uh, and so there's no. You bad. can't get a Pizza Getty anywhere in town. 
Uh, uh, I'm, I'm not familiar with. I don't know if it's a chain oh, or not. Morgan's Googling. I got Our buddy is gonna be crushed, man. Yeah, but go to Patati Patata. It's tasty. It's closed. It's closed. It's all boarded up. I couldn't believe it. Wow. Do you guys ever get the peanut butter noodles at like 2 a.m.? No. Maybe, maybe it's a different there place. There is one. Oh, there's another there's one? Another in one? Kentucky. Oh, you. Kentucky Sketch Fest 2020. Yeah. Do you, Richmond, do you Kentucky? I'm trying to name a single town in Kentucky. I, I can't. Know. So the, capital, so the one right? by the theater there? The one by yep. Theater St. Catherine's yep. boarded up and yep. stuff? Uh, it's too popular. That's the problem. I God damn it. believe it. Uh, it's like across from Mainline. Dead. I feel dead inside. Yeah. I can't believe I was I was so excited to take my girlfriend to get a pizza Getty this year. She never had one. Wait, across from Mainline? Yeah. Uh, we might be talking about different locations. Yeah, that's what. Then maybe we're talking about different places. Oh my God! Anyway, sorry. To Giovanni's, we're coming at you. If, if you're listening still there. to this and you are in Montreal, please keep us posted. Yeah, maybe and I'm save wrong. Yeah, everyone. I'm thinking I'm of the pizza place across from uh, Mainline. Mainline. Maybe. It's on Saint Laurent. Or sorry, yeah, it's on Saint Laurent. Oh, that's not what I'm talking about. We're talking about Saint Catherine. There's one on Saint Catherine. Okay, okay, okay. Great, 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 great. Pizza Getty for life. In business. Thank God, my tattoo's still relevant. <laughs> but there's also the peanut butter noodles. Uh, right. If you ever get that at 2 a.m., it's really good. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy, like, right. scoops it out of a plastic bucket, like melted peanut butter, and puts it on your noodles. It's surprisingly it's delicious. Right. It's $2. You gotta kind of be that drunk. kind of in yeah. college, to be honest. I used to, I used to make whatever I could with spaghetti. And yeah. all the time, it was just like, oh, I got peanut butter. I just yep. cook it's, it. It's one of those desperations. $2. It's a, it's, a, it's a tradition. Every Great. time we go to Montreal, we try all to right. get anybody 100% needs. are going to tell you that. Okay. They're probably going to sponsor the Because, like, we already can't, because Celine Dion's restaurant already shut down. Nichols. And that was already our that was already heartbreaking our enough because oh we God. used to go there three times a day pretty much <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah. they had three dollar pints it was and, happy hour for six straight hours and and, wow. and, yeah. and a jukebox that was a nickel so we uh, put yeah. twenty five cents get five songs it was great uh, but anyways um, um, thank you so much for coming in thank you so much to our sponsor Humber School of Comedy thank you so much for our network never. Peeps Network. Oh, <laughs> never sleeps Network. Never sleeps Network. I nailed them again. And thanks so much for listening to us. We're going to actually uh, close off this episode, I guess, with uh, more of Crime After Crime, in parentheses after crime. That's right. And uh, we only got one episode left next week. So yeah, tune in. Thanks so much for tuning in for the yeah. big 100. Uh, thanks so much for listening so far or whatever, or go back and listen to other ones. But thanks so much and have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Mr. Beige, I do hope you're willing to take on a case. I'm afraid I've run into a bit of trouble. Trouble. If this gorgeous dame ran into trouble, you could bet that trouble would be standing room only by 8.45. Cadmium eyes, long emerald hair, and skin the color of a ripe plum. Or so I assumed. I decided to turn on the old Nick Beige charm and ask to put a name to the dame. Your skin is plum. I, I mean, pleased to meet you. What's your name? Ruby. Ruby Stone. Cigarette? Well, it's 1952, so I don't see why not. Exactly. Now, what seems to be the problem? It's my sister. She's in terrible danger. Hmm. Amber's always been headstrong. Amber, I said. What are you doing wasting your life away on that filthy club on Fifth and Esplanade? I said. I can do what I want, she said. Don't you know father wouldn't approve? I said. I don't give a damn what father thinks, she said. She said. Don't you. Me, I said. But she me, Mr. Beige. She said. Very vivid. Well, the conversation did go exactly like that, for you see, Amber and I are identical twins. Hmm, sounds like a good-looking girl. My daffy sister's too obsessed with cash and gems to listen to me, but maybe, just maybe she'll listen to you. 
Oh, but you can't tell her I sent you. She'll kick you to the curb faster than I expand my sense of physical intimacy in a romantic relationship. Don't you think you could talk to her, Mr. Beige? I'm sure I could find somewhere to repay It wasn't the first time that a gorgeous dame in trouble had knocked on my door, but the wisdom of experience had taught me that sometimes discretion was the better part of valor. God, you're attractive. I'll take the case. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Hey, you got Morgan from Vesta Friends. You got Mark from Vesta Friends. And thanks so much for listening to the Vesta Friends podcast every Tuesday on Never Sleeps Network. Yeah, hey, in fact, did you know that Never Sleeps Network features other amazing podcasts created right here in Toronto? Is that right, Mark? It totally is, Morgan. Like what? Like our great buddy, Jeff Paul. Ah, the human potato himself, the potato files. You can also listen to that on Never Sleeps Network as well. I think I might do that right now. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.